it's just unbelievable. The Democrats try to tell you that there are no riots. It's just the it's just the federal cops that's the problem. Bad Trump, bad Trump. Obama can't miss a good funeral to spout political garbage. We gotta cover that. It's unbelievable. And I'd like to reclaim my time, please. The insane bar hearings. That's next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio. As the Founding Fathers intended, the Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this uh, beautiful Friday afternoon. Happy Friday to you, and uh, we're going to see some rain coming in. And this hurricane, Isaias, that's its name. Hurricane Isaias. Most people won't be able to pronounce it, <laughs> and some why will. They, but why would they choose such a ridiculous name? It's just, I mean, do they do that on purpose to confuse us? I, the I, world I, is chaotic in 2020. I'm sure the name of the hurricane is just to confuse us and make it. Well, worse. they say it's a Hispanic name, but I've never met anyone, any Hispanic person with the name Isaias. That can't be the name of the hurricane. Maybe That's I haven't been paying attention. It. Is Isaias, it Isaias? Yes. That's how you pronounce it anyway. All right, so we're up and running. At, uh, at 5, you will hear how uh, Chesterfield uh, County Schools, the actually the Education Association, bullied other teachers who wanted to have in-school school. Wanted to actually go to school. It turns out that they were bullied by the Education Association. No, that can't be. They we, wouldn't do that. They wouldn't. I, There's no bullying in the left. There's no mob mentality in the left. Either you comply or be punished. That doesn't exist in the American left today. No. Are there going to be uh, protests? Are there going to be protests, you know, mild-mannered protests like the other ones that are going on? And you know, Protests for what? To keep the kids out of school. They don't need to. They've already ruled they're not going to school. There's no more protests here. They're, they're not going. That's it's ridiculous. virtual, baby. That's ridiculous. Of course it is. We'll talk about that at 5. And, of course, right now you can find us at theleebrothers.com. Click on, click on the Listen Live link, theleebrothers.com, or send us an email at patriots at theleebrothers.com. All right, the uh, if you're a Democrat, not a politician. Politician Democrats are different than normal Democrats. I, I run into Democrats on the street. I might have a friend or two that's a Democrat. And they're, they're, they're normal people to some degree. They're not the radical left that you see on MSNBC or see in the uh, bar hearings this week. They're just normal people, and they're, they, they care a lot. They're misplaced and misguided on policies. There's a reason they're Democrats. But if you're a normal Democrat, there's no way that you could have watched this bar hearing and be confident in the political party that's so called you, Democrats. You think they lost some member, they to. members? They had to because that was the— it was unbelievable. The dumbest thing I have ever seen. <laughs> it really was. From elected officials. Well, first of all, if you've got to give the Attorney General Barr some kudos to sit there and have your character assassinated and you to be told you're a murderer, you're a thug, you're the problem, that takes, uh, that's pretty bold to take, to take that. I would have jumped up. Turned the table over and said, "You people suck. I'm not sitting here listening to this ridiculousness." I think he he realized they're they are all idiots, and there's nothing you can really do. listen to. It. One, <laughs> yeah, right. You know they they would say make these statements and ask these questions, and when he tried to answer, they chop him off. They wouldn't let him answer. Well, I remember the one guy said, uh, 
under the penalty of perjury, you need to answer this question. Then he cuts it right off. <laughs> he and, doesn't let him. And Barr says, wait a minute. <laughs> under the penalty of perjury, I'm answering your damn question. I, yeah, Just that like that. That was good. He, he held his ground. Here's, the, here's how it started. We are as a nation witnessing the federal government turn violently on its own people. What? Is that what you're seeing? The government's I, I, turning violently. I can't believe people. that the Democrats actually are trying to tell us that the government is the problem in Portland. That we're, we're supposed to believe that, Nadler? Are you, you insane? Know, I think part of the problem is the government in Portland because the government refused to run the dirt bags out of town. Right, but on a rail. The, how Nadler says it is different. He continues. We are as a nation witnessing the federal government turn violently on its own people. <laughs> That's insane. And although responsibility for the government's failure to protect the health, safety, and constitutional rights of the American people belongs squarely to President Trump, he could not have done this alone. What? He needed help. And after he finished utterly humiliating his first attorney general, he found you. Listen to this. In your time at the department, you have aided and abetted the worst failings of the president. How long would you sit there and take that? Not very long. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Not of course, very he couldn't say anything. Could he? Oh, it goes on. Democrats made embarrass themselves worse. Listen to some of this. The president wants footage for his campaign ads, and you appear to be serving it up to him as ordered. Like what? In most of these cities. You're, most of the, Okay, hang on. Well, I guess we'll listen to the rest of Nadler here. In most of these cities, the protests had begun to wind down before you marched in and confronted the protesters. Really? I mean, how incredibly blind and lying is the Democrat Party? I think Nadler's definition of uh, winding down is the the flames of the fires that had been set are going. The fires the are going out. <laughs> right. The night before they were going out. And 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 to think that Attorney General Barr shows up and stirs it up. All he did was have his men defend the court. This is what I don't understand. It's so blatantly obvious. Are the Democrats really thinking that the American people are like, yeah, Bill Barr is the problem? Really? Unbelievable. They continue. And the protesters aren't mobs. They are mothers and veterans and mayors. Really? We fought for a democracy for the right to speak freely, and you are attempting to take that away. And what's worse, you're doing it for the sole purpose of furthering the president's political agenda and generating footage for Trump campaign commercials. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. Well, if, I, I, you know, if... If the shoe fits, wear it. You know, if they're handing over footage for the Trump TV ads, so be it. Well, what they're saying is Barr is stirring it up to get footage. He's not stirring up anything. Uh, He's just sitting not. there. He's of trying to answer course. questions, and they won't let him. Well, it, it, it's even worse than that, though. They're actually saying that the rioters aren't rioters, that the reason they're rioting is because of Bill Barr and his federal involvement to protect the court. The court. That's complete bunk. It's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's, I mean, to something that is that blatantly obvious to 99% of Americans, how are you as a Democrat voter, let's just say, as a Democrat at all, how could you look at this and think, oh, that's rational? It's, it's the, far the whole from thing rational. is out of control ridiculous. But ri- ridiculous just based upon them trying to spin a story, but it got even crazier when they started using this new terminology called reclaiming my time. And I'm reclaiming my time, Mr. General. And my time is limited. I, I have the time. To so what the... Reclaiming my time. 
Yeah, Claim, reclaiming my time. Reclaiming <laughs> my time, sir. Reclaiming my time, and I know you don't want to answer. I'm not, I'm not saying uh, that. I reclaim my time. Claiming my time. Re- reclaiming my time, Mr. Attorney General. Reclaiming my time. It's so absurd. This is, this is not a parody. Have this you ever exactly heard that in any kind of hearing converse, never. before? Or in a conversation, ever. Reclaiming my time? So you ask the Attorney General a question, he goes to answer, and you scream him down by saying, reclaiming my time? Is this a joke? I mean, how embarrassing are you as a Democrat? How embarrassing are these professional congressmen who think they represent America and they're so big and bad and powerful look ridiculous? Could they all be that stupid? I mean, really, could they? Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time, Mr. Attorney. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time, Mr. Attorney. I'm starting to lose my temper. Uh, uh, This is my time, and I control it. Unbelievable. Control freak. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time, sir. I will get to that. Reclaiming my time. You answered the question. Mr. Attorney General, reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. Attorney General, reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time, sir. Reclaiming my time. I'm surprised at your lack of respect for a member of Congress. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a parody. That really, really happened. The This is the adults. These people are in Congress. I mean, like I said, if you're a Democrat, you're going to be embarrassed. Your party is a scam. It's a sham. It's a joke. And it's trying to lie to you. There's no riots, Scott and Richard. And by the way, I'm reclaiming my time. Listening to Nadler talk, it sounds like it's a parody. All right, more on that coming up. And they didn't stop there. They accused Barr of murdering people. That is next. The Lee Brothers, email us at patriots at theleebrothers.com. Brothers, practicing the First Amendment and using the second only when necessary. No, no, they're a legitimate, real political party. The Democrats, they, they it's claiming my time. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I feel like they need to play that every now. We've got to hold this whole thing, Richard. Reclaiming my time. So every time we have a conversation with a Democrat, we, you know, we can simply say, claiming my time. We have to keep that. Oh, it's on the. Uh, on the trigger. It's on the trigger from now on forever. I mean, and how absurd is this party? These people are crazy. They're trying to tell you the rioters aren't rioters. They're peaceful. Pro- Everyone knows what is happening. These are anarchists, terrorists. They they want to destroy, and they're unlawful, and they should be stopped, and they're told it's Barr's fault? Well, the, Reclaiming it, my time. The real problem is they're... They know they're going to lose in November. I don't know about that. And uh, I don't know. Or man. that maybe they're scared they won't win. And all of this craziness is directed at the November election. They're trying to make Trump look bad. Of course. I mean, I would say that's definitely it. But the, the most people, I mean, just normal Americans living their lives, watching this unfold, no, it's not because of the Attorney General Barr. They look at mal- these cocktails thrown out, the, the burning down of things. I mean, that's because there's federal agents de- de- defending federal property? Those are dirtbags. They're just pure 
and simple dirtbags. They're anarchists. Of course they are. And they suck at life. <laughs> if I was president, I'd go in there with fully automatic weapons loaded with lead bullets, not rubber. The, um, the, that's mean. That's terrible. You're, oh, I'm, you're, I'm you're such a, a mean di- person. I'd gun them all down yeah, and terrible. haul them out of there in a dump truck. So they, um, it didn't stop there, though. It wasn't just idiocy on parade talking about how I got to reclaim my time and the lie that the riots are because of, of federal agents. No. Aren't they idiocy, idiocy on parade anyway? It, it always is. Always. Yes. These are. This is what Congress is now. This is what the Democrat Party has now become. It, it's, it's obvious it's a sham. But then they went on to c- accuse Barr and Trump as murderers. Donald Trump and the Attorney General working together are not following health guidelines. They're letting Americans die needlessly because of political reasons. Wait a a second. Before she goes any further, whose responsibility is it for you to protect your health? Is it Trump's? You're not going to do anything. You're curled up in the fetal position until Trump has a law that says you have to do something? No. If there's this virus that's killing a third of Americans, as we're somewhat told, then you know how to protect yourself. You don't need Trump policy. You don't need a bar policy. But the American left is convinced you are an idiot. You are a surf and a peasant. And Ralph Northam thinks the same way. You're a little surf and peasant who, who is, at, is absolutely helpless unless the government keeps you from going to the gym. That's how they think. And if they think that way, then they could paint a picture that Trump is evil, that he wants you dead. He's at fault. And if you're a Democrat, he wants you dead. What does Trump send his minions out to interview people? Are you a Democrat or Republican? We're going to save your life, Mr. Republican. Yeah, we're going to save the Republican. But the guy behind you is a Democrat. Yeah, I figured as much. He's toast. I mean, that's asinine. Of course it is. And this congressman, this woman from Florida, I don't know her name, I don't remember, don't want to know, and I don't want anyone to tell you. And I don't care. She shouldn't be a congressman from Florida when she accuses Trump and Barr of murdering people. Are not following health guidelines. They're letting Americans die needlessly because of political reasons. That is what I will tell them, Mr. Barr. Thank you, and... I will tell my constituents, you want people to die. That's what she said. I'm going to tell my constituents that Trump and Barr just want people dead. And you'll be a liar, madam, whatever. They should be able to sue her for making statements like that. How is it possible that they can get away with that? Actually, I, I don't know. You know, the conservative even hints in that direction. Oh. And the, and the weight of the world's going to crush him like a, a bug under your shoe. The good news but is— But they can say whatever they want. The good news is Jim Jordan actually, right after that, said she just accused Barr and Trump of being murderers. And, of course— Jim Jordan's awesome. Nadler, you know, takes his little hammer, his little four-foot, six-foot frame, and hits this, this uh, you know, you're out of order. Lock For what? For stopping this woman from calling Trump a murderer? It's it's uncon- Democrats. You're ashamed of yourself. You're an embarrassment. And let me tell you something. I try hard to, to look at it. if there was turned around and these were Republicans uh, doing this kind of thing. I, I would hope to think that my presuppositions wouldn't get in the way, and I'd call them idiots too. Reclaiming my time. Oh, I'm sorry. 
It's just ridiculous. I need one of those buttons time. so I can just press it whenever you need to shout out. Who, me? Yeah. You need you need a reclaim button for me? Yeah, I need oh, one I'm so I can bro. press it and say, I reclaim my time. How, how kindergarten is that? That every That's single Democrat. is so stupid. Every Democrat up there said it. Every it's Democrat pathetic. said, reclaiming my time. Democrats. What does it even mean? Well, they have they have a, a window. They've got right, like a five, five minute minutes. window. They have five minutes in to, to do it. Barr says something, they get to reclaim that time. Yeah, what? And then he what? gets a word out, they get to reclaim that. Yeah, I don't few think that's. A, I don't think they get more time. I don't know how the stupid rules. They get work. their time back. But I've never heard. Th- th- I think this is really the difference between the Democrats. Republicans act like adults. And Republicans are asking questions. They're trying to get to the bottom. And when their time runs out, it does. They don't go, I'm reclaiming my time. I'm reclaiming my time. It's almost, it's embarrassing, these people. And I'm reclaiming my time, Mr. General. And my time is limited. I, I have the time. So reclaiming what the... my time. Yeah, Reclaim, reclaiming my time. It... Reclaiming my time, sir. Reclaiming my time. And I know you don't want to answer. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying. Uh, I, I don't want to. I know it. you don't want to answer. I love that. I'm reclaiming my time knowing you don't want to answer. I've been trying to answer for the love of God. You people are insane. I, I think, um, I forget who said it. Maybe it was, um, I think it, maybe it had been Martha McCall from, uh, from Fox News that said, why didn't you just put a cardboard cutout of the attorney general in a chair if you wouldn't let him answer or even comment? All you wanted was camera time. All you wanted to show your constituents that the rioters are really because of Barr. They, there was character assassination in that room, and it was wrong. Barr is Absolutely. not evil. Barr, Barr is a phenomenal attorney general. Of course he is. And, and even if you don't like his politics, which he's a, he was asked, by the way, speaking of politics, he was asked about the health care program. Tell me about your health care stance on pre-existing conditions. He goes, I'm a lawyer. You're the legislator. You make the laws. I, don't, I just uphold them. That's how insane the left has gotten. You put twenty pounds on Bar, you got Elton John's twin. I mean, on Elton John, you got Elton John's twin. One can sing better than the other. All right, um, the Lee brothers coming up next. More on this and just the idiocy, idiocy of it. Patriots at theleebrothers.com. Talk shows where hosts think they know everything. Call the Lee Brothers. Richard and I were talking at the break about the embarrassment of living in a country that has a party this insane, like the Democrats. To act like pure children in a hearing that's supposed to be professional uh, and treating a, a man as if he's some kind of criminal and a thug and a, a horrible human being by calling him a murder and all the rest of it. That's just that, embarrassing. They're just scared to death trump will be reelected, and they'll say anything and do anything to prevent that from happening and they're trying by the way there's consequences for being an american leftist the federal courts uh, appeal just today tossed out the death sentence of the boston marathon bomber no we're not going to put in the death they claim that the uh, the judge didn't see the biases of the juries of the jurors there's, by the way, there's no doubt this kid did it. There, there's never been a doubt. They know for a fact. They know for a he fact did it, he did He's it. guilty. Yeah. No question. Of course. But you know what? We're not going to give him the death sentence because it could have been biases on the jury. Oh, I see. So and is that, he free? 
Or does he? No, no. The judge says this. But make no mistake, he will spend his remaining days locked up in prison. You know what? Okay. The jury of his peers in the United States America court system gave him the death penalty. How? What, what gives you the right to overturn the will of the people like that? Of a, of a jury, unless you can find fault somehow that the evidence was stained or not correct. This is preposterous. It is the American left. It is the consequences of liberalism. This guy will just get three meals a day in a nice warm bed every single night. It's horrid. All right, coming up. Uh, Barack Obama at the funeral of um, John Lewis, an embarrassment. And how is Barr a racist? You won't believe in this hearing how they think he's a racist. That is next. TheLeeBrothers.com. Find us at TheLeeBrothers.com. Well, it seems to me that uh, it's a mistake. I think that uh, one of the things that is wrong is the bottom line. Go, you know the, you know the thing. Avoid that those very high numbers. We have to do at least several things. One, we have to uh, depend on what the president is going to do right now. And first of all, he has to uh, tell, uh, uh, wait till the cases before anything happens. Look, the whole idea is. He's got to get in place things that were shortages of. We have to take care of the cure. That will make the problem worse no matter what. And uh, and Neil Smith, an old buddy, are you here, Neil? Neil, I miss you, man. Go, so you know the you know the thing. Be able to do have have economic intercourse around the world. It's 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 the ringtone that everyone wants. Everybody in Cleveland get Obama phone. And lets everyone around you know exactly where you stand. Presenting the Obama phone ringtone. Obama phone. The Obama phone ringtone is free. You are full steps. You are social security. You got low income. You disability. Like everything should be. If you be disenfranchised, whatever that means. You know. Your bail bondsman is calling. Obama phone. Your mama's calling. Your ex-husband is calling. He sucks! Because the right to a free cell phone ringtone is guaranteed in the Constitution. You know? Or it will be soon, depending on who wins Ohio. Keep Obama in president! The Obama phone ringtone. Obama phone! Free to Obama phone holders. The one ringtone that screams entitlement. Obama phone! New from the free app store. Obama phone! EBT card sold separately. I'm Barack Obama. Obama phone! And I approve this message. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is You're killing me, Smalls. If you got a business, that you didn't build that. Somebody else made that happen. Male, female, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, Native American, disabled, gay, straight, old, young. If everybody's raising living standards to the point where everybody's got a car and everybody's got air conditioning and everybody's got a big house, uh, well, the planet will boil over. And, uh, and Neil Smith, an old butt buddy, are you here, Neil? Neil, I miss you, man. I miss you. We are giving away in the tax code about $1.3 trillion a year. Timmy! 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 
Just after 4.34, outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia, we are the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left. Sometimes his far left. Is Richard Lee. They're much closer than he, than he used to be. But that doesn't mean I'm far left. I'm just sitting physically that, that's to his far left. Right. TheLeeBrothers.com. Because that's where my chair is. TheLeeBrothers.com. You check us out there. There's a listen live button there, and there's a link to uh, two great videos that you'll find. uh, What's happening to our country? This is a woman confronting a three-year-old who's not wearing a mask. This woman is berating a three-year-old and says to the three-year-old, I hope you die. The mother comes to her rescue, but nonetheless, that is exactly what's happening in our country. Why? Because we're told the COVID-19 virus is killing everyone who gets it. And this woman believes it. And it's including not true. Far it's not, from it's true. far from true. So that video is at theleebrothers.com. It's unbelievable. You'll find it there. And then a Trump rally changes a Democrat's mind. Interesting. Theleebrothers.com. Check it out there. The uh, Attorney General Barr was told that he is participating in systematic racism at the Barr hearing. Now, you might think, how is he participating? And I thought the same thing. How is he participating in systematic racism? Congressman Richmond, that's his name. His last name is Richmond. Congressman Richmond got a chance to ask the attorney general at the ridiculous hearing a a question about systematic racism. And I want to play it for you because this is where our country is. And it's, it's really embarrassing, but here it is. Congressman Richmond asking the AG is that when you all came here and brought your top staff, you brought no black people. All right, hang on. I'm going to stop it right there. When you got here and you came to work as a attorney general, you brought no black people with you. I, I don't okay. even know. Okay, I don't know. Was I supposed to? Is there... And your point is... Did I fire black people when I can't? I don't know what you mean. What is What is the point here, Congressman? He's trying to make one. Here it is. When you all came here and brought your top staff, you brought no black people. That, sir, is systematic racism. 
I would have said, well, you're here. I don't I don't even know what that – that's systematic racism? Well, that sounds racist. Then. You're here. You're the only one. But that, that dude was not the only one. But that is not racism. It's not racism. So when will let me just get ever this – become colorblind uh, no to doubt. the races. When will that ever happen? So what Congressman Richmond is saying to the Attorney General is if you would have had black people in your group when you came into the cabinet... He would have had nothing to say. He would not, he? What he would have done? Oh my gosh. He would have had to sit there with his mouth shut and keep his five minutes to himself. So the, but, the assumption is what? That the Attorney General is racist at least practicing systematic racism because he had no black people, thank you for noticing, in his group when he showed up. Here's the entirety of the clip once again. Is that when you all came here and brought your top staff. When you guys came. You brought no black people. That, sir, is systematic racism. That is exactly what John Lewis spent his life uh, fighting. And so I would just suggest... Uh, that actions speak louder than words. Oh, my God. And you should really should keep the name of the Honorable John Lewis out of the Department of Justice's uh, mouth. So I can't say John Lewis. No, you the can't Attorney say General I can't respected say John Lewis. I like John Lewis. John Lewis was a truly great American. You can't say any of that because you didn't, you have, didn't any have any black people with you when you showed up for their BS hearing. What if Attorney General, before he showed up to the White House administration, looked around and goes, man, you know what? I don't have any black people with me. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Let me go get some black people. It sounds incredibly racist and horrible. Democrats, people are insane. That's racist. That's what he's suggesting should have happened. That's what he's suggesting should have happened. Now, why is it that there were no black people with the Attorney General? Because, according to Congressman Richmond, systematic racism. Is that why? Or is it maybe no one applied? Maybe the attorney general hates black people? I mean, all the assumptions can be made. It's dividing. This is what's wrong with politics today. The attorney general is not a racist. He wasn't practicing systematic racism. It does not exist that way. It's absurd. But when you want to start a race argument, if you want to divide America, that is how you talk. Maybe he should have said, Congressman Richmond, when you came here today, you didn't bring any white people or any people <laughs> in your group. or Native Americans. Right. I mean, that, sir, is systematic racism. So if you don't want me to mention anyone, you shouldn't mention anyone. Can't mention John Lewis's name anymore. Don't have it come out of your mouth, Mr. Attorney General. You are a racist and you practice it. This, this is what I'm saying. Character attack. This guy's sitting here taking this. I could not have handled it. So, speaking of John Lewis, there was a funeral this week, and Barack Obama was there to speak. And, of course, Barack Obama speaks so slowly that we actually sped it up a little bit, so it's a little faster than normal, so you can hear what he says at the funeral of a man. This is a funeral. This is what I don't understand. I don't think any Republican... It's Herman Cain who passed. If there's a Republican that goes to speak at the Herman, that's not going to stand up there and, and give political divisive comments. That's not going to happen. But it will at a there's Democrat. There's no place for political comments at a funeral. I don't care 
who the funeral is for, there's no place for political comments. Here it is. Bull Connor may be gone. Bull Connor may be gone. But today, we witness with our own eyes police officers kneeling on the necks. One police officer. Yeah, police officers on necks? One police officer. One dirtbag police officer. You believe that? That is that the terminology used by the orator of our day on purpose. Nothing Barack likes, Obama used those words on purpose. Yeah, they're trying to stir up as much as they can before the election. I like the pause, though. Here we go. Listen again. We witness with our own eyes police officers kneeling on the necks. Pause. Wait for what? Of black Americans. Black Americans. Uh, oh, black Americans. I'm sorry. He continued. George Wallace may be gone. Gone. Maybe gone. But we can witness. Our federal government sending agents to use tear gas and batons against peaceful demonstrators. What a what oh, an yeah. absolute lie. So in other words, they're gonna line up all the federal agents and say, look, take tear gas and batons, find the peaceful protesters, beat them, gas them, and when they're gagging, club them. <laughs> if insane. you come across a violent group, go around them. You don't wanna you don't wanna Right. Have any problems with those people because they may hurt you. This is what I'm telling you. There so is something, there's something wrong when this is a blatant lie completely told by the Democrats on the left. Why would you say something that's not true? It's not true. They're not beating up peaceful protesters, minding their own business, singing songs. They're rioters. How is you know, it? And he got a, by the way, that's an applause line. He got a big applause line after it. Batons against peaceful demonstrators. Peaceful demonstrators. Got to say it like that. Demonstrators. <laughs> yeah. Peaceful demonstrators. I'd say. Peaceful demonstrators. Like even as we sit here. Even as we sit here. There are those in power who are doing their darndest. Oh, oh, darndest. They're doing their darndest. Oh, boy. He was hardcore. He's hardcore. There's people, as we sit here. There are people doing their darndest to what, Barack Obama, at John Lewis's funeral? What are they trying to do? To discourage people from voting. Are you kidding? Give me a break. You what know, a lie you know, again. What, what ex-president has ever gone out into a public event or funeral or anything like that and stirred the stink it's un- rather than it's a lie, by the praise way. the man who died? Right. And it's Barack a Obama looked at it as an opportunity for him to stir the pot, not for him to honor the gentleman who passed away. So as we sit here, according to Barack Obama, there are people doing their darndest to keep people from voting? Who is doing that, Barack Obama, and why? If anyone, closing- if anyone it's a Democratic Party, and now he has closing comments, He's at a funeral. He says, who's taking the vote away, Barack Obama? Who is it? To discourage people from voting by closing polling locations and targeting minorities and students with restrictive ID laws. ID laws! Attacking our voting rights (laughs) with surgical precision, even undermining the Postal Service (laughs) in the run-up to an election that's going to be dependent on mail-in ballots so people don't get sick. Unbe. Leavable. You think it's a load of it only is BS. Boy, he sounded good though. Oh my gosh, he sounded good. I'm so impressed. He's come a long ways because when he first was elected, 
you know, he couldn't put a sentence together without I remember a teleprompter. That. I don't remember. Without a teleprompter, that he was, was screwed. <laughs> you remember there was one time he went up and the teleprompter went down. And oh, it was I remember. like Uh-oh. gibberish, like pig Latin gibberish. <laughs> he was all over the place. All right, coming up, the Democrats have 45. No, I'm sorry. Are there 45 communist goals for America? You won't believe this list. We'll share it with you next. TheLeeBrothers.com and Patriots at TheLeeBrothers.com. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. Uh, Democrats are embarrassing. I'm sorry. I know if you're a normal Democrat, you you should object to this entirely because you're not insane. Well, you're voting you Democrat. Should but you should be embarrassed. You should be embarrassed by entirely. these jackasses and the garbage that they've come up with. It's, and they're reclaiming their time. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. Can we have that forever? Reclaiming my time. We're going to use this. Reclaiming my time. We're going to use this to use it. forever. It's never going to Reclaiming my time. Yeah, hey, we could, okay, we could virtually geez. stay on the air forever. Reclaiming your time. We I just reclaim know. our time. <laughs> exactly. We, we'll never go off the air because when a break That's comes. Right. Next time we have a break, we're going to hear this. Reclaiming my time. I'm sorry, George. Right. We're reclaiming our time. We can't go to a commercial break. Reclaiming my time. Sorry. We'll just okay. play that in a loop when we go out, <laughs> exactly. as we go out to grab a bite to eat. We've got to share this with you because I don't, think, I don't think people really understand what is happening in our country. In 1963, now, now follow us on this. Congressman Herlong, Albert Herlong from Florida, read a list of 45 communist goals for America in 1963. He read it into record on the floor of the House. 45 communist goals for America. That's the year they discovered the moon was hollow. It's a spacecraft. It's a, it's, what is it, a block of cheese? Swiss cheese? No, it's hollow inside. It's a spacecraft. I think you it's watch too much. There's a city in there. There's a city in the moon. little giant-eyed aliens, yeah. In the moon. They're watching. They're listening. Hey, guys. Can I just make a recommendation? There's things you should watch on Please TV that make you him better, tonight. Please. That'll make you better human being. And the things that you're watching about the moon being a satellite that's hollow, that was a, you can't get that hour back of your life, Richard. It's a complete way. It's gone. Poof. Fly me to the moon. <laughs> exactly. That's so, where you need to go to the moon so you can see the actual We've been there. People. We've been inside. there. There's no one inside it. Peeking through. It's a rock. It's not a rock. You think it's hollow? Absolutely. Your head's hollow. All right, so 1963. I want to share this. This is very important. In 1963, the, the, this congressman read into the, into the record of Congress 45 communist goals for America. Here's a few of them. Now listen to this. In 1963, number 17 on the list, get control of the schools. Use them as transmission belts for socialism. Wow. That's Can come true. we say indoctrination? Number 18 on the list, gain control of all student newspapers. Can we say indoctrination? Number 19 says use student riots to foment public protests against programs. What? No kidding. 1963, this is the 45 communist goals read by a congressman on the floor of the House. Number 20, infiltrate the press. Get control of editorial writings and policy-making positions. That's happened. 
Number 22 on the list, continued discrediting America's culture. That could not be more true. We've done that. America doesn't have a distinct culture. America's culture is dangerous. It's bad. It sucks. America sucks. We have to change the culture. Michelle Obama said we have to change the very people we are when Obama got pre- was, became president. You know, way back when, communism, socialism, it was treason, uh, treasonous. Uh, uh, um, Position. It was treason. Yeah. It, it was. was a crime. It, because it, it was, was against America. Treasonous crime. Of the 45 communist goals for America read in 1963, here's one. Break down the cultural standards of morality by promoting pornography, obscenity in books, magazines, motion pictures. Wow. Well, which party do you think would promote that? And which party would say, not legal in this nation? This is kind of my point. 45 communists for goals in America. Number 27, infiltrate the churches and replace relevant religion with social religion. Discredit the Bible. Wow. Whoa. Number 28, eliminate prayer or any phase of religious expression in schools. That's been done. We're weeping the benefits of that. Benefits. There's no benefits of that. Uh, Number 30, discredit the American founding fathers. And rip down statues. No, I just added that. But that's what well, essentially that's what is happening. Doing. That's what they're doing. So in 1963, let me get this straight. 1963, a Congress stands on the floor of the House and puts into record the 45 communist goals for America. And, and they let him do it. And look what's happening. It's We're living it right now. Number 36, infiltrate and gain control of the unions. Infiltrate and gain control of big business. Big business is in bed with big government. They are. Yeah, they are. They want big government to limit their competition so they can grow bigger, and then Google controls the world. Transfer some of the power of arrest away from the police to social agencies. Treat all behavior problems as psychotic disorders. That's exactly what we're seeing right now. This was in 1963. The 45 communist goals for America, number 38, is transfer power away from the police? Oh, my gosh. What a, what a prophecy. In other words, defund the police. Wow. How about this one? Discredit the family as an institution. Encourage promiscuity and easy divorce. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen. We're there. I don't know that you understand what is happening to our culture and our time. This is scary stuff. You could say goodbye to the United States of America and welcome in communism, socialism, and Marxism as it's applauded by the left. Not just the left in general, the left that's in power. The Democrats that ran the bar hearing. The radical Democrats that are about to become Joe Biden's VP choice. The parts of Joe Biden who have said defund the police. Finally on this list, number 41. Emphasize the need to raise children away from the influence of parents. Wow. That is exactly what's happening in our culture today. Moms and dads are mocked and puned for raising their kids. They're told they're racist. They live out in the suburbs. You're racist. You're teaching your kids to be racist. Give us to, give your kids to the schools. We'll teach them not to be racist. We have an anti-racist propaganda tool that we that we give to every one of your kindergartens. We're told we tell your kindergartner, your four to six year old, that America sucks. 
that it was based on slavery and it hates people. Don't worry, we'll raise them right. We'll put them in little tan uniforms with a necktie that has a swastika on it. We'll have your 14-year-old daughter get an abortion without your knowledge, and we'll have the government sanction it. And they can't tell parents. Don't worry about all that. We'll sexualize your kids in school. We'll tell them that transgender is just a choice, that it doesn't matter, that all kids could be in the same bathroom at any time because it'd be wrong to say otherwise. We'll tell them, we'll teach them in school that if you're white, you're a racist. If you're, if you're anything else, then you're, you're not. Wow. You're either a minority or a racist. 1963. And you don't get to pick. It's just the way the cookie crumbles. That happened in 1963. That's unbelievable. Reclaiming my time. Yeah, too bad. We got a break. All right, coming up, Google has a new way to, to recognize black-owned businesses. No, no, Google put this. No, there's a new way. That, then you know which one's to shop, apparently. I don't know what their goal is, but we'll share it with you next. The Lee Brothers. Patriots at theleebrothers.com. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-643-8577. 800-643-8577. That's 800-643-8577. I'm Ben Shapiro. Join me weeknights at 11 right here on 92.7 FM and 820 AM. We are giving Central Virginia something to talk about. Reclaiming my time. Yes, we get our time back. We're reclaiming our time and we're going to throw a fit until we get it. Like the Democrats in Congress. Richard and I were just talking about this Google plan. Google has a new feature that allows businesses to mark themselves as black-owned on its map. So you're on a, on a Google map, and it will tell you which businesses are black-owned with a cool little symbol of a flag with a heart in black um, identifying black owners. Now, they're not going to confirm that it's a black owner, but they're just going to go by the black owners submitting an application into Google. So are they going to put a flag up for someone from the Middle East, someone from China, you know, American di- Indians? How divisive is that? White people. Are they going to all, all everyone have a flag? And, and what's the point of it? Do you want black people to only shop at black-owned businesses? It's ridiculous. Is that what you want? You want some sort of segregation, Google? What are you thinking here? The feature is part of Google's recent pledge to support the black community with initiatives and product ideas that support long-term solutions. Yeah, that's a long-term solution, all right? 
divide us by the color of our skin. I'm only going to shop at Why don't we put a sign up at every store? Is this a white owner or a black owner? I just want to know. Because I can't put my money into a white organization. It must be a black-owned organization. That is unconscionable. It's really... If you're black and you own a business and you only want to deal with blacks, you'd have to be an idiot and your business wouldn't be long for this world. I mean, there's so many people out there that may shop at your store or buy your wares, whatever you do, and to say, you know what? I think, I'm going to put a black flag up. So, I think the larger question is, I think Google actually thinks Americans care about the color of your skin. Americans don't. Americans aren't racist. You know, Americans aren't going to shop at a place based upon the color of your skin, unlike the Democrats think, because we don't care. We shop at places that are great products and services, regardless of the color of your skin. Exactly. We don't judge people, and we don't judge corporations by the color of people's skin. The Democrats do. Google does. And they want you to, or worse than that, they think you do. But we don't, because America isn't racist. American people isn't a bunch of racists. All we are is people who want to raise our kids to be God-fearing, moral, productive, and to live our lives. We don't care about the color of your skin. We'll judge you on your character. Thank you. We're just being accused of being racist. Exactly. All right, coming up, Chesterfield County teachers were bullied by the Education Association. We can't wear the sh- wait to share that with you next. TheLeeBrothers.com. Patriots at TheLeeBrothers.com. And let's everyone around you know exactly where you stand. Presenting the Obama Phone Ringtone. The Obama Phone Ringtone is free. You are full steps, you are social security, you got low income, you disability. Like everything should be, if you be disenfranchised, whatever that means. You know? Your bail bondsman is calling. Your mama's calling. Your ex-husband is calling. He sucks. Because the right to a free cell phone ringtone is guaranteed in the Constitution. You know? Or it will be soon, depending on who wins Ohio. Keep Obama in president. The Obama phone ringtone. Obama phone. Free to Obama phone holders. So one ringtone that screams entitlement. Obama phone. New from the free app store. Obama phone. EBT card sold separately. I'm Barack Obama. Obama phone. And I approve this message. Ever heard this sound bite? Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Hi, this is Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers. Why let someone pry your gun from your cold, dead fingers? The Lee Brothers don't want this to happen to you. We want your gun. Help the Lee Brothers get guns off the streets. Introducing our new free gun collection program. Simply send us an email and we will come pick up the guns or the unwanted guns absolutely free. We are making every effort to make our community safer from unwanted weapons. Patriots at theleebrothers.com. Because we care. Email us today. If this country doesn't give us what we want, then we will burn down this system and replace it. Give me your eyes for just one second. Give me your eyes so I can see everything that I keep missing. Give me your love for humanity. Give me your arms for the brokenhearted, the ones that are far beyond my reach. Give me your heart for the ones forgotten. Give me your eyes so I can see. Yeah. 
Nation's example of radio as the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers. This be called the Luhan virus. We have an opportunity, Chris, to do so many things now to change some of the structural things that are wrong. Everyone understands that the environment has impacted on this coronavirus and mounting evidence of that. One of the things that is wrong is the bottom line. Go, you know the, you know the thing. Avoid that those very high numbers. We have to do at least several things. One, we have to uh, depend on what the president is going to do right now. And first of all, he has to uh, tell, uh, uh, wait till the cases before anything happens. Look, the whole idea is he's got to get in place things that we're shortages of. We have to take care of the cure. That will make the problem worse no matter what. And, uh, and Neil Smith, an old butt buddy, are you here, Neil? Neil, I miss you, man. So you know the, you know the thing. Be able to do have, have economic intercourse around the world. We are a nation that has a government, not the other way around. The federal Leviathan consumes nearly 25% of the entire economy and gobbles up whole industries. The federal government's now the nation's largest creditor, debtor, lender, employer, consumer, contractor, grantor, property owner, tenant, insurer, health care provider, and pension guarantor. So much for limited government. All of us need to be reminded that the federal government did not create the states. The states created the federal government. In the mold of Madison, Jefferson, and Henry, real Virginians, the Lee Brothers. Justice and the American way, and that's just Richard, the Lee Brothers. The Lee Brothers, proclaiming liberty over tyranny. Richmond's example of radio as the founding fathers intended, the Lee Brothers. Diversity, complete intolerance, and total lack of fairness. The Lee Brothers. Nine, eight, eight, seven, seven, six, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero, zero. They all did? Yep. Every NBA player knelt during the national anthem. Every one of them. On the opening game. Not a single one thought, you know what, I'm going to stand up for America. Nope. George Mason University's new anti-racist agenda is absolutely horrid. We'll share it with you. And Chesterfield, pro-school teachers were bullied by the Education Association. Mob rule or else you will comply or we'll force you. That's next. Virginia citizens and American patriots, the only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this beautiful day. It is a beautiful day. Hurricane Isaias. 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 Something like that. Isaias. It's called a hurricane. I can't <laughs> pronounce it. It is called a hurricane. It's called a hurricane. And it's coming right for us. It's going to come up the East Coast. So 
late Monday into Tuesday. Could be hammer time. Just rain. Here. Just rain. I know you want disastrous weather no, and biblical want proportions. Disastrous weather. Yes, you do. You love it. You love to watch it. You always call me and go, hey, is it tearing up your house like it is mine? Because <laughs> I can be there in 20 minutes. <laughs> exactly. That's how you are. You're <laughs> such, a, such a weather goofball. I that's like true. the weather. No, you like bad weather. No, that's not true. You like you like good weather, too, because you put your convertible down and laugh at me and drive off. And It's fun driving. Yeah. <laughs> driving sure. with the top down. Sure it is. Even sure with this these temperatures, you can't do it. It's too hot. It is, it's too hot. It is Way too hot. All right, so um, Chesterfield County and counties around the uh, at Richmond, including Richmond, are on virtual opening. You can't go to school. It's too dangerous. Of course, you can go to Walmart and every restaurant and, and shopping and go to every home, Lowe's, D- Depot, and all the rest of it because they're open. All those people putting themselves to risk so you can get fertilizer for your lawn. But teachers are non-essential. They can't go to school because it really doesn't matter. And if they do, they're putting them at risk. Oh, the humanity. We even have the nation's second largest teacher union saying that they're not going to go to school. They might even strike over the idea of limiting the amount of time that teachers are required to be on video on the course of day. So, I mean, it's 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 not even about the kids, is it? No. It's about the unions. And, by the way, if you oppose the unions – you might get bullied. Chesterfield is reporting that they're going to have an internal audit that investigate allegations that members of the Chesterfield Education Association bullied and harassed teachers who disagree with the stance on reopening schools this fall. What do you think they'll do to them if they determine that did, in fact, happen? Nothing. How about nothing? Yeah, exactly. Nothing. They're not going to do a thing. Chesterfield Education Association is a radical group of ridiculous leftists. And all you have to do is go to the Richmond Times dispatch, richmond.com, and look at what was on their cars and the signs they were holding. My life's important. I might die. It's absurd. By the way, have you ever thought about this? Why is every private school in the Richmond area opening their doors when the school season starts, but public schools aren't? Are the, are the private smart. schools hate kids? Do they want dead kids? I didn't private realize schools that. They love to... kids. They want to educate kids. And if you have children in, in public schools, you should be able to take them out, get your tax dollars back, and put them in a pri- the private school of your choice. You know what's happening is the Chesterfield Education Association is simply saying, well, we're not, we don't want to go back to school, not because of the risk of the virus, but for other reasons. And then they bully those who don't agree. Now, isn't that typical of the mobster left? If you don't agree with me, then we're going to bully you. Bully us. We don't agree with you. Bully us. We want to, you to bully us. Well, you can, We like being bullied. We like it. We love it. Leslie Haley, who's the chairman... Yes, the board's chairman said this. I don't know what to what will lead to, but the message out there, this kind of behavior won't be tolerated. People should always have the opportunity to speak their minds. Teachers who felt they were bullied deserve an investigation, right? You don't believe that for a second. And by the way, you did bully. I don't have any question in my mind that bullying went on because that's the American radical left. And that's 
the radical left is going to get their way. If there's a, any, any way to do it, they're going to get their way. The school board chairman, Debbie Bailey, who voted for a virtual school opening because she's wimp, school board chairman Debbie Bailey said the Chesterfield public schools don't tolerate or condone bullying at any level by anyone. Oh, that sounds really yeah, right. Yeah, right. Give me a break. I think she was bullied to vote for virtual school opening. Every school system out there has kids that bully other kids, some teachers that bully kids, and but the have... schools don't do a thing about it, nothing. Well, they're not going to do anything about this either because this Chesterfield Education Association will bully the school board, and they did, and that's why the school board voted 4-1 to one for virtual school in Chesterfield. A Chesterfield resident, Meg Herring, told the school board she was advocating for teachers who were afraid to speak up. There's no doubt that exists. There were guaranteed there were teachers who say, look, I want to go back to school. I want to teach my kids. And I'm sure they were threatened either with emails or the mob mentality that would pick at their own house or threaten them. Probably losing their job. Right. You know what's interesting about all this? It's not that. Anyone can even debate the fact that the left doesn't protest or, or, or have mob mentality to picket your house or to embarrass you in some form. Of course they do. That's what they do. That's what they're very, very good at. So no one doubts that. But what's going to happen here is you're going to find out that the public education system and all its failings is beginning to be exposed. It's a ruse. And it's a ruse for something we already mentioned. Private schools are open. And it's not because private schools hate kids and want them dead. And they want to kill their own constituents who are paying the bill for the private school. No, because the private school is paid for by parents who recognize the importance of education over the so-called risk of the coronavirus. But the public education doesn't see it that way. So what you have is a free market that is working. You have a free market that is going to pop up and say, public education is not essential. Give parents power to send their kids where they want. Or... Let the free market speak. And that's exactly what's happening. Private companies are rushing to make opportunities for parents in the virtual class environment. Let me give you an example. This is awesome, by the way. This is fantastic news. Private businesses and nonprofits are revamping their services to allow parents who can't stay at home but have a place to take their kid where they can learn virtually. It's a great idea. It's not a school, but it's a place to send your kid where they can somehow be in the environment of a virtual school. An example of this is Bundle of Joy Child Development Centers. They are allowing you as a parent to bring your kid there. they got the computer set up. You can virtually school right there. Who needs the public education system? That's pretty cool. But the thing about the public education system, the... You know, Rick at Ralph, you know, Citizen Kane, and uh, <laughs> That's good. the Warnermeister, they, they all need to get behind giving these folks their tax dollars back. To make these decisions. Not a portion of their tax dollars, all of them. Why should you have to pay taxes to put a kid through school when the kid can't go to school? Well, you could argue, I would even allow half of the money to come back because that would give parents more freedom. I say 100%. But, but I understand what you're saying. So Bundle of Joy, listen to this. This is a bundle of joy. It's a business, a private business. 
In Richmond, it says that we're going to create a space where working parents can drop off their children during the school day. That's awesome. And here's what they're doing. They say they will require temperature checks at the door, additional cleaning, and parents will not be allowed in the facility. They'll make precautions. Wait a minute. How can private companies and private schools do all the things that are necessary, but our public schools can't? They can't because they were bullied by the Chesterfield Education Association not to. They were convinced by the radical left that they're at risk when all the Walmart shoppers, all the Walmart employees, all the Lowe's and Home Depot employees, they are not at risk, are they? Only teachers. Look, freedom. Free markets will find a way. It's proving it's going to be bad. They're public education people. It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad, but it's going to be good for your kids. All right, coming up. 20 people were arrested in Portland. 13 of them were school teachers. That's next. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com or Patriots at TheLeeBrothers.com. Think you know China? Now you can learn the real truth with the China Channel, a subsidiary of the PLA. It's the best of Chinese TV on one network. Ask your cable provider for the latest real Chinese news from the real Chinese media. After the real Chinese censors tell them what to say. See Chinese television classics like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Cougar Town with some young guy. Your child will love Sesame Street, Beijing. Featuring the Egg Roll Monster, Oscar the Capitalist, and Big Bird, served with dumpling. And on the Chi-Fi Channel, see the new Chinese Space Command battle giant space aliens. Until the satellite feed is cut for a Tiananmen Square jump. Hey, six billion Chinese can't be wrong. Ask your cable provider for the Chinese News Network. Not affiliated with CNN. Yeah, kind of. A George Soros Chairman Mao production. On November 13th, Scott Lee was asked to remove himself from the Democratic Party. That request came from Paul Begala. Deep down, he knew he was right, but he also knew that one day he would have his revenge. With nowhere else to go, he appeared at the home of his brother, Richard Lee. Several years earlier, Begala had thrown him out, requesting that he never return. Can two former Democrats share a talk show and drive Paul Begala crazy? Claiming my time. I want my time back. I'm going to throw a fit like a congressman does. I throw a fit. Reclaiming my time. Reclaim my time. There's something going on in our public education system. And it's dis- it's deceitful. It's, it's uh, mischievous. It's not it's, good. It's not good. When you have in Portland, there were 20 people arrested in Portland this week. One Hallelujah. Of the, one of the nights. Time. And it turns out that 13 of them were teachers. What, what does that tell you? What were they arrested for? The, violence. Thuggery. Throwing teachers, things. Violent teachers. Yeah. Well, I mean. Arrested in arrested. Portland. And these are the people that teach your kids. Tell me they're not libtards. 
Well, that that's this has got to change, and it, the only way it's going to change is when parents are are not no longer afraid of standing up. I remember my son Ryan coming home from school one day and, and walking in my office and saying, "Hey, I just got to tell you about this class I had." I even forget the name of the class. It was something like English. <laughs> it was like it was very. You never know what they're teaching them these days. They played a video of a gay pride parade that was inundated with obviously lewd pictures and things, but, but a parade, a parade. Oh yeah. A a, a gay pride parade that was completely, it was disgusting to say the least, but it was laced with absolutely horribly foul language. And my son was telling me this. I'm like, that just happened just now. This was, he was, he was a freshman or a sophomore at a high school in Midlothian. Wow. And I, I said, that happened today. And he goes, yes, today. I got up. This was 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Got in my car, went three miles down the road, walked into the school, and said, I need to speak to this teacher. And they said, do you have an appointment? I said, no, I don't have an appointment. Is that teacher here? Is he in the building? And they, and they said, well, hang on. And they said, yep, sure enough, he is. I want to see him. So they escorted me down there with security. They escorted me down to his, in his, in his uh, office. I sat down in his little office, and He's, he smiles. He greets me. Hey, how are you? I said, yeah, my name's Scott Lee. You know, my son, Ryan, was, is in your class today. Oh, yeah, I, I know, Ryan. Yeah, great kid. I said, let me ask you a question. Do you allow kids in your class to cuss out loud just to yell? Oh, absolutely not. You don't allow that? No, I do not allow that. It, for, for what reason do you not allow it? And he kind of paused for a minute. And he looked at me and he goes, well, it's not appropriate language. Oh. Then why would you take your entire class to a gay pride parade? No, he played the video. Oh. oh, it's a video. The video they played. I said, tell Laced me. Laced with foul language. That's exactly what I said. Show that, me, that drives me nuts. Show me the video you played today in class. And he goes, video? I said, yeah, the video you played in class today. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. He began to see where this was going. It was, I, when it was over, I looked at this teacher, and I said, you should be ashamed of yourself. For doing this. And he looked shocked. I said, you are indoctrinating these kids. You are throwing filth and garbage in front of them. And you ought to be ashamed of yourself. There's no excuse for this. And he goes, I have never had a parent complain. Really? How many? These are 15-year-old for everything, kids. jackass. There's 15-year-old kids in this classroom and you're doing this. Wow. Of the 20 people arrested in Portland, 13 were teachers. What teachers would be out there? protesting with violence you don't get arrested for peacefully protesting in this country you do not get arrested for peacefully protesting in this country it's not happening you get arrested for breaking the law for destroying things apparently these 13 teachers in the eyes of the democrats in portland were demonstrating peacefully Regards, you know, yeah, exactly, exactly. Regardless of the language they use, or whatever, or whatever, or violence, unbelievable. So our public education system is in a crisis mode, and right now during COVID nineteen, it's beginning to expose them even more. They don't care about your kids; they have no interest in your children. Now, are there good teachers caught up in this mess? You bet. And they were bullied in Chesterfield County when they came out and said, "Let's have school." by the Chesterfield Education Association, which you can look up, see what they stand for, who they are, and, and what, they, 
wrote on their cars and their windows and their posters. These people are insane. They're radical leftists, and they're teaching your children. But no worries. That's not stopping there. It's actually moving on to even our government-run schools. George Mason University, the president, Dr. Gregory Washington, the president, said he will develop scientific mechanisms in promotion and tenure process that recognizes the invisible emotional label the people of color extended on campus. I don't even know what that means. But what it ends up being is more about race relations on campus and doing things and and the ideas of color instead of character. Here's a clip from a president of a university we played a couple years ago. Listen to this. If we 10 years from now are as white as we are today, we will have failed as a university in our... You believe that? If we're as... Listen to this again. This is the president of a university. I forget which one. If we 10 years from now are as white as we are today... We will have failed as a university in our... Interesting. Failed as a university if we're same if we're white as we are today. Not in our education. If we didn't teach our kids, we would have failed. No. We could fail our kids in education, but if we're as white today as we were 10 years ago, we failed. Really? Here's the VCU, Michael Rao, at a graduation, I think, four years ago. He stood up in front of the graduating class and said this. You've experienced one of the most diverse universities in this nation, and we're proud of that. It's by design. It's on purpose. It's by design. Which means when we took your applications, we didn't want the best and brightest. We wanted those who had the right skin tone. It was on purpose. It was by design. We value diversity over education. Forget how good your your application is and how smart you are. We wanted you to graduate from a diverse school. This is our public education system at its highest level. What is it? What would that tell your kids? No need to work hard academically. No problem. You'll get in as if you slack right it color. up a little bit, and you're the right color. You'll get in. George Mason University's Task Force on Anti-Racism. We'll tell you more about that. Next, theleebrothers.com is how you find us, theleebrothers.com, or email us, patriots at theleebrothers.com. Your EBT card allows you to feed your family when times are tough. Now put your EBT card to better use. Better use. Those kids will be just fine. Announcing the Get Out of Jail EBT card. New from American Distress. Posting bail the old-fashioned way can be so tedious. Say what? It's a pain in the booty. Oh, right, right. But now you can post bail with your plastic EBT card and be on your way in no time. Before they find out about those other warrants. And you can earn bonus points back with our frequent bailers program. Ask your probation officer for details. Post bail. Buy baloney. Get two for one drinks during happy hour. Discounts on concerts. Doctor visits. Buy music online. Gasoline discounts. And even important things like lottery tickets. This ain't your mama's EBT card. Or maybe it is. It doesn't really matter. What's in your wallet? Hey, that's my EBT card. Oh, sorry. EBT. Not just for food anymore. 
Director Oliver Stone presents The Butler, the star-studded movie of our time, starring Jane Fonda as Nancy Reagan. The Butler. The Butler. From the maker of The Help, in conjunction with the Vietnamese Film Institute. Siskel and Ebert call it Living History, if history were on acid and run through a blender. The Butler, also starring Rosie O'Donnell as a young Newt Gingrich, Alec Baldwin as Alec Baldwin, Matt Damon as Colonel Oliver North, Ben Affleck as George Bush Sr., Cal Penn as a White House advisor, and Susan Sarandon because she needed a gig. Also starring Barbara Streisand as Jimmy Carter, and Sean Penn as the lovable but misunderstood John Hinckley Jr. The Butler, The Butler, features an inspirational soundtrack including original songs from Kanye, CeeLo Green, and the Dixie Chicks. See Jane Fonda as Nancy Reagan in The Butler, a no further from the truth production rated bs james madison and george washington would be so proud the lee brothers reclaiming my time you know what washington madison henry they'd be proud of the things that we're defending here on the radio but they would be i mean appalled at our country today. It, they would be completely blown away. I'd say, what is what, what is going on when you have this ideas of Marxism and socialism so so embraced by parties and, and, and power? And then you have our universities and our education system, not about honoring America or how great America is or, or reading about the Constitution or or, or the Federalist Papers about what it really means and what the intent was. No, we're going to teach you that America was founded on slavery, which is a lie. You can't find a single founding father or document that says we founded the United States on slavery. Nothing. Yet our education system is all about that. You know, this, this George Mason University, which this president, who's a disgrace to the name George Mason, by the way, who was the original Bill of Rights author, who's the reason we we don't have slavery in this country, based upon his words. Gregory Washington, the president of of George Mason University, his task force on anti-racism, that's not going to be good. I mean, it sounds really pretty and nice, but it's required diversity, inclusion, and well-being coursework for everyone. Mandatory. Anti-racism statement on all syllabus. Every syllabus they send out has to have an anti-racism statement at George Mason University now? That's asinine. That is the most most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. (laughs) It's exactly what's happening. George Mason would be disgusted. How about Cornell University? Cornell University has 39 racial injustice classes you can take. I'm sure parents are proud. What did your son take this year? He had an option of 39 racial injustice classes. He took six of them. Was he that much of a racist? He needed six? No. He's not a racist at all, but he was forced to take these classes because he was told he was racist. <laughs> it's ridiculous. All right, coming up. we got to share this with you. First, this NBA kneeling at every single um, – all the players kneeling at the national anthem, which is a disgrace of, of, of all. But we'll also debate with you this um, – the stimulus for the uh, COVID-19. I mean, why not spend $3 trillion more? You realize we added $6 trillion in six months to our deficit? That's all right. We'll make it up pretty quick by <laughs> taxing the hell out of China. Right. All right. That's all coming up. Check us out at theleebrothers.com. Theleebrothers.com. 
Well, it seems to me that uh, it's a mistake. I think that uh, one of the things that is wrong is the bottom line. Go, you know the, you know the thing. Avoid that those very high numbers. We have to do at least several things. One, we have to uh, depend on what the president is going to do right now. And first of all, he has to uh, tell, uh, uh, wait till the cases before anything happens. Look, the whole idea is. He's got to get in place things that were shortages of. We have to take care of the cure. That will make the problem worse no matter what. And uh, and Neil Smith, an old buddy, are you here, Neil? Neil, I miss you, man. Go, so you know the you know the thing. Be able to do have have economic intercourse around the world. It's 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 the ringtone that everyone wants. Everybody in Cleveland get Obama phone. And lets everyone around you know exactly where you stand. Presenting the Obama phone ringtone. Obama phone. The Obama phone ringtone is free. You are full stamps. You are social security. You got low income. You disability. Like everything should be. If you be disenfranchised, whatever that means. You know. Your bail bondsman is calling. Obama phone. Your mama's calling. Your ex-husband is calling. He sucks. Because the right to a free cell phone ringtone is guaranteed in the Constitution. You know? Or it will be soon, depending on who wins Ohio. Keep Obama in president. The Obama phone ringtone. Obama phone. Free to Obama phone holders. The one ringtone that screams entitlement. Obama phone. New from the free app store. Obama phone. EBT card sold separately. I'm Barack Obama. Obama phone. And I approve this message. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is You're killing me, Smalls. If you got a business, that you didn't build that. Somebody else made that happen. Male, female, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, Native American, disabled, gay, straight, old, young. If everybody's raising living standards to the point where everybody's got a car and everybody's got air conditioning and everybody's got a big house, uh, well, the planet will boil over. And, uh, and Neil Smith, an old butt buddy, are you here, Neil? Neil, I miss you, man. I miss you. We are giving away in the tax code about $1.3 trillion a year. Timmy! 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 Costumes and no utility belts normally. The Lee Brothers.
Just after 534, we're outside the capital, the Commonwealth of Virginia. We are the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Richard Lee is my co-host, my friend, and my brother sitting to my left. Sometimes you're far left. If you whisper it, no one will hear you. Sometimes my far left. Sometimes you're far left. left. Exactly, is Richard Lee. All right, hey, um, check us out. TheLeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. There are some things in the works. We actually have, uh, we're talking uh, about a couple radio stations, and um, it will be very interesting for us, and we're excited about it, and we can't wait to tell you. And if you are checking us out at TheLeeBrothers.com on a regular basis, you'll see it there first. So TheLeeBrothers.com, of course, there you can find our Facebook page, like that, follow us there on our fan page. And then when we pop up, you'll know it immediately. TheLeeBrothers.com. All right, so we are, um, you know, there are a few things that, that I, I can't believe in America that we now have a bulk of the, of the population, as it seems, I don't believe it's everybody, that, that kneeling at the national anthem is somehow uh, is, is acceptable. It's actually applauded. And people are saying, well, that's great. At least they're united and, oh, they're growing attention. There never, ever in my lifetime has been a moment when you said, during the national anthem, it was always you stand, you're respectful, hand over your heart. It's the United States of America. That's there... as important as, as uh, hearing it. Right. Singing it. Of course. It all goes together. Every time since you and I were kids and the national anthem was played, there was a, a moment of respect. What's interesting about that, in our household, we have always found things about America that wasn't perfect. We argued about the pro-life, pro-abortion position. We always thought America should be pro-life, not pro-abortion. We never once thought that when the American flag was waving and the national anthem was playing that we ought to kneel because we have laws that allow abortion in our country. Not one time did we think that. We actually said it's not a perfect place on the planet. It is the best place on the planet. It's not perfect. This side of heaven, there isn't a place. Yet, we but never we thought, are the best nation on earth. But we never thought for a second that we would take our grievances that we had with any part of America, whether it be whatever it might be, the fact that you don't have school choice or whatever it is, whatever little grievance you anyone has in their little world they live in, we never thought to bring that to any environment where we could protest the United States of America. We never even imagined that. Today, it's common. And applauded. And it's bad. It's bad for America. It's bad for our culture. It's bad for uniting us. The Utah Jazz and the New Orleans Pelicans, horrible, stupid name, took a knee. Every single member, the coaches, the players, and a referee took the knee during the national anthem for the first game of the NBA. And here I am finding myself, I wish COVID-19 would have shut them down so they couldn't do it. These people, all of them, took a knee. Were they directed to? I mean, 
how you know how did that happen? How how could it possibly happen that both teams, without being directed to, would turn to disrespect the United States? Seems coordinated. And all that it stands for. Yeah, seems like it's a coordinated event. They all absolutely, said, absolutely. Yeah. That's unreal. Not one of the players or coaches or referees is thrilled to be here in this great nation. They don't believe in America. They all. I know. You know, I, I try hard to think. So let's pretend for a second. Not pretend. Let's try to acknowledge for a minute that there's people who play for the Jazz or the Pelicans who are really concerned about police brutality or, or really upset about it. And everything in life, there's a time and place. I've told my kids this their entire life. There's a time and place for things. You know, when the national anthem is playing and you live in the United States of America and you're making millions of dollars playing basketball, the NBA, and paid for by the Americans that are here, you freaking ought to stand up and, and be honored to be American. There's a time and place to hate the country. It just isn't during the national anthem. I'm sorry. The NBA, the NFL, and the Major League Baseball is not a place to, to, to air your grievances. People should boycott. It's not a place All for that. All of these teams. They Sport. ought to just not go ever sports, again. Sports has always been. And this is what I've loved about sports. It's an escape from reality. It's escape from me not having a job. It's escape from the debt that I have. It's escape from politics. It's escape from everything. I can get a large pizza, sit in front of a TV or at the stadium, and cheer along with people I disagree with for the teams that we like. Not anymore. No. Now it's politics. Now I get to watch people hate my country. Now I get to start the, the NFL game and the NBA game and the Major League Baseball who people are disgusted by my country. No, thank you. I, I'm really not excited about that. In fact, it really kind of pisses me off, qu- quite honestly. It's not because we don't have problems. I think everyone could acknowledge that we have issues from time to time, that we have things we could be better, that we have stains in our past, that we've actually gotten better over time. I think everyone could acknowledge that. But the flag doesn't wave for the bad things. The flag waves for the guy who stormed Norbert Beach. He didn't make it. Right. The flag waves for those who gave us the freedoms that we have. The flag waves for the, for the flag-draped coffin. You, you protest while you have people who died for our country? You're making a million dollars on an NBA court for the love of Pete. Some every game. And you, you can sit there and protest America for those who died for it? You're disgusting. You cry me life. A, cry me a river about your... Poor your, 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 baby. Yeah, cry me a river about a, a, uh, a problem in our country. Of course we have problems. If you can't stand for the goodness of America, if you can't stand for the people who gave their life for America, if you can't stand for America's flag as it waves and sing the national anthem, then I'm sorry, get out of the country. Really? I have grievances with the country, too. I don't like things we do, mainly because Democrats did them, but that's a whole other story. I mean, these people who protest for the United States of America and against it, why aren't they protesting Democrats? who were against the civil rights movement, who wanted segregation, who were about Jim Crow, who wanted the blacks not to vote. How come you're not protesting Democrats? How come you vote for them? You didn't protest them. I'm just confused. 
You make a million dollars because America's amazing capitalistic free market system, and yet you despise it. And nobody lined up to say why? Nobody asked? I guess the point nobody is— Nobody in the media asked? Oh, of course not. They're all for it. I, I guess one of my biggest issues is— That's appalling. Sports is now about social justice movement. It's about messages. I mean, you're wearing Black Lives Matter shirts. You're putting badges on the side of your arms in the Major League Baseball. That is a political statement. It really is. It's not about Black Lives Matter anymore. It's not. And of course Black Lives Matter. Of course they do. All life matters. Of course they do. You could even say Black Lives Matter. Yes, I agree. Black Lives Matter. It's just disgusting how... Our country has let this happen because I am telling you, the NBA kneeling is not the United States of America. This is a disgusting, revolting picture for 90% of America. It is. Yet the 90% are shamed by a 10% mob that will protest you, shame you, burn your Facebook page down, and perhaps picket your house. That's what the 10% do. The 90% will remain silent because we kind of don't want to get involved. You know, we, we kind of like peace. We're busy. We're busy we're raising happy. kids to be moral productive. Yeah, we're happy people, quite honestly. We don't want to be into a, a political debate with you because you're violent. You'll throw a rock through my window. You'll burn the courthouse down. You'll spray graffiti on my house. F you. That's wonderful, caring human being that you are. The most compassionate and tolerant of all people are the ones on the left, aren't they? The America that is watching this despises this, but we're silent. My only hope and my prayer is those 90% Americans who are watching this crap will vote in three to four months. All right, coming up. COVID-19. It's not your fault, so the government has to pay for things. It's not the government's fault either. Should we be really spending another $5 trillion? That's debated next. With your help at Patriots at TheLeeBrothers.com. You know, Richard, you're right. This is a coordinated effort. This wasn't like they're all getting all just on spontaneously knelt. They had to have uh, all got together in the locker room and said, "Hey, everybody, kneel, or uh, we'll we'll take you out when we when the game's over." They had to. It, uh, they didn't fall like dominoes. <laughs> right. They just all made a decision, or were told this is the decision that we've made. Even the coaches. That's pathetic. Apparently, there is a basketball player or two that refused to kneel. I mean, I understand the Orlando. Magic, is that their name? Orlando Magic? Yeah. That tells you what I know about the NBA. I don't even know what the NBA stands for, so that tells you how much I'm into it. But anyway, the um, I know what it stands for, Richard. You're over there laughing and mocking it. I'm getting ready to write something. <laughs> what it stands for? Yeah, I bet. Uh, yeah, we should come up with a new name for it, quite honestly. Yeah. Uh, there, so there's some who will stand, and and here's the thing. They'll stand, they'll be mocked, ridiculed. And the mob will try to take them out. I bet they'll try to get them fired or get benched 
or something. That's what's so crazy. So now you stand up and you don't sit out for the national anthem and you're the bad guy. Wow. It's interesting how things have turned. I think when they are when they allow you know, fans, spectators, whatever, into the stands, they're going to see how well this non-bowing crap was received by people watching the game from home. Well, I, I certainly, uh, I certainly hope so. I do, anyway. I do too, and I, I don't know if the NBA fans are all about. I, I don't know, but anyway, um, are you saying that sport? I is don't know. Not I, patriotic. I, I don't. They all knelt, every one of them. I don't know. I you get say it, it, but yeah, I don't know. Sort of the, used okay. To. Well, okay, maybe the Major League Baseball did too opening day. So I guess um, but they didn't do it by the national anthem. They did not the national anthem. They all stood for. So they did it d- during an opening of the. I don't even know what they. There was no music. I don't think. I don't remember. But anyway, so maybe they were just kneeling to tie their shoes or something. So everyone, tie your <laughs> shoes now. That's right. But if they had knelt during the national anthem, it'd be a different ball game. No pun intended. That's right. Ball game. Got that? Did you catch what I was going with that ball game? Yeah. Or you sailed over was, my head. Yeah. I never. I didn't catch okay. it at all. It, you think COVID nineteen and the reaction to it is an excuse for some in government to spend more money? Of course. Do you think they want to shut down places so then they can? gain a larger group of constituents who depend on them to vote. Do you think that's happening? Do you think that's happening right now in Washington, D.C., where you have the House, the congressional budget, the congressman in the House passed a $3.4 trillion new spending package. The Senate passed a trillion. By the way, there are there is no trillion. There's no money here. Let me give an example of what's happening here. At the beginning of this fiscal year, October 1st, 2019, the U.S. Treasury, the federal debt, was $22 trillion. As of close of business on Tuesday, this week, it was $26 trillion, an increase of $3.8 trillion. That is, that is unbelievable. There's nobody who's saying, what are we doing by the way, there's a risk to the coronavirus, but is there a risk to our country? You think $3.8 trillion, Most people are going, well, Scott and Richard, we got to do something. Why? Why? What are you spending it on? Well, Nancy Pelosi has an idea. Bailouts to state pensions. Payoffs to political cronies. Direct checks to illegal immigrants. Give the Lee brothers some money. There is no money. Very little bit. This is my problem with this COVID-19 HEROES Act and the, the new bill they're debating right now called Hero, the HEROES Act. I love that. Scott and Richard, you're against heroes? <laughs> yeah, I'm against the HEROES Act, which is a... So COVID-19 shows up. We shut down the country by the force of government. The government says it's not people's fault that they lost their jobs, so we have to spend money we don't have taxpayers' money, and bail them out. Why wouldn't the government say, hey, look, mask up, go to work? Because we don't have the money. We're not going to be able to fund this stuff. We can't do it. Instead, they do the opposite. Shut down the country, and then we're going to bail you out because we shut you down. But we also think 
It wasn't your your thing, your fault. It wasn't your fault. We shut you down. But it wasn't the government's fault either. So, and it wasn't the taxpayer's fault. I would suggest to you that, and here's my opinion, people are going to hate it. I'm sorry, there's no money from government. There's just not. We're going to have to figure this out as a as a country. You can't be, you can't pay people six hundred dollars to sit home. That's more than they were making. A lot of cases, you're right. It is more than they were making. That's what the Democrats want to do. They want to subsidize unemployment. They want to pay people for staying at home. Somebody in Congress has got to stand up and go. You know what? We don't have five trillion dollars. We don't. And we can't spend anymore. It's kind of frustrating, but that's where we are. So the argument is between spending $1 trillion and another $3.4 trillion. Democrats want to spend $3.4 trillion. Republicans want to spend a trillion. They're both wrong. I certainly don't want to spend $4 trillion. I'd rather spend $1 trillion of money we don't have versus $4 trillion that we don't have. Wouldn't you, Richard? Absolutely. But the Republicans are seen as what? Only a trillion? Oh, you... You, and it's so easy, isn't it? You Republicans, you don't care as much as Democrats. Look how much the Democrats care. Look, the Democrats care more than you. They care exactly two trillion more. Well, two point four trillion more. That's how much they care. Look how caring they are with your wallet. I like to have a chunk of that money, because the way I look at it, that's my money anyway. There's no money. It's tax dollars. There's no money. They spent my money. We're spending money we don't have. Print some. Give it to me. Exactly. Here's what Chuck Schumer said in his little Twitter. Oh, my gosh. I just took to the Senate floor to demand we pass the House version of the HEROES Act. It fights for hazard pay for essential workers, state and local governments, our schools testing and tracing, unemployment, Medicare, elections, renters, and more. But the Senate, Republicans, blocked it. Only if everybody was as compassionate as Chuck Schumer. He's a weasel. Isn't it amazing how Democrats it's care? How is it that that happened? How is it the Democrats in Congress are so much more compassionate with money? And those evil Republicans, they only want to give a trillion dollars of debt. The Democrats want to give you $3.4 trillion of debt. They just care more. Why is that? I, I tell you, it has no, it's nothing to do with caring. It's about politics. You see, Chuck Schumer knows if I can give $3.4 more than $1 trillion, then I care more, I'll get more votes. It's about votes. It's about a constituency. It's about building a group of people that will vote for you no matter what because you give them more money. It should be illegal. It's about buying their office, buying their job for another term. Exactly right. If somebody gets in there in their first term and they suck at what they're doing, you need to get them out of there. Throwing money around like Abigail Spamberger. She needs to go. <laughs> she will. Chuck Schumer needs to go. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. That's the Democratic Party for you. Reclaiming my time and spending money I don't have. Reclaiming my time. All right, coming up, uh, Loudoun County and Arlington County. They're, they're both just concerned about racism in America. Loudoun County supervisors want to back the Virginia Legislative Black Caucus's agenda. And Arlington's NAACP says their logo is racist. And we just found this out. The logo's been there for decades, and it 
We just found out it's racist. We'll share that with you next. TheLeeBrothers.com. The Lee Brothers, <laughs> practicing the First Amendment and using the Second, only when necessary. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. That was the biggest thing, I think, this uh, this show. is just the idiocy of I the wish you could Democrat congressman. To, to fix everything. What? Reclaiming my time. So that's the answer to everything. You take something back to a store and they're arguing with you why they can't give you a refund. Reclaiming, Reclaiming my, my time. time. <laughs> you start and, o- and then you start over with the argument. Give me another example. Oh, uh, police officer stops you for speeding. Reclaiming my time. Exactly right. <laughs> That's great. You can't write me a ticket. I'm reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. That's the answer. That's the answer from every answer Democrat. For every it is for everything. Of, of course. I think my teenage daughter is going to start saying to me, "Reclaiming my time." <laughs> That's hilarious. You go out to eat. You don't like the food. The waiter. Reclaiming my time. <laughs> Was everything okay? Reclaiming my time. I don't even know. Let's what start that talking means. that way. I'm going to start using that in everyday conversation. I, yeah. I think it'll really make a difference. People are going hey, to say, How are you? I'm reclaiming, reclaiming my time. My I'm time. sorry. I can't talk. Reclaiming my time. I can't talk to you. I'm reclaiming my time. Every time someone says something, I'm reclaiming my time. That's the best. Reclaiming my time. By the way, the congressman who said that right there also said the island was going to tip over. That's the guy. That's the same guy who said the island would tip over and he was concerned about it. So, wow. And that. he's still there. I don't That's know you, scary in itself. I don't know if you've looked at Arlington's logo, but the NAACP says it's racist. Arlington, Virginia, NAACP says it's time to ditch the county logo. The county logo is a Arlington County, Virginia, surrounding a courthouse-looking building, except the courthouse-looking building, guess what? was the former home of a memorial to Confederate General Robert E. Lee. So they claim the logo is decisive and racist, and nobody knows that if you look at it until you're told. Nobody's going to know that's Robert E. Lee's home unless you're told. The NAACP will tell you. It's a racist plantation symbol. It should be removed. It divides rather than unites us, says the NAACP. I bet they've had that logo since the beginning of the NAACP. And longer. And then someone found out it's Robert E. Lee's house, and they were like, oh, hell no. <laughs> and instantly, it's offensive. Yes. You mean this whole time Arlington has been offending people and we didn't know it? And we could have participated. Is there any way we, we could have joined right in with them? <laughs> Is there any way we can pay them back for all the harm we did to the people in Arlington County? Can we reclaim our time? Can we? You know what? That's what the county should say. Reclaiming my time. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for checking us out. Visit us at theleebrothers.com. We're archived there. There's a listen live button, and there's two great videos at theleebrothers.com for your listening, enjoyment, and pleasure. And if you have a hurricane kit, get it out. Hurricane's coming right for us. And if you don't, you can look online, get everything you need for a hurricane kit, because we might we might lose power for a few days. It could happen. You hope so. They've come this way. That would be sweet. Reclaiming my time. (laughs) Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you next Friday right here. My friends, we did it. 
We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.